across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Listen up, Rockstar Nation. I am going on three years now doing this podcast, and you know I've had uh, well over 300 guests on here, and I hope you guys have learned a lot. I know I have learned a ton, and, and even though we try to get to all meat and potatoes and have people give actionable content on this podcast, there's only so much we can do with one interviewee. And uh, there were a couple of things that I seem to find that real estate industry, uh, the sales industry, it, at least in my opinion, was yearning for. And one of those is a hyper, hyper, hyper focus on the listing appointments. I think there's a huge frustration out there from agents that, you know, quite frankly, lose listing appointments. It's It, it can ruin your month. One lost listing especially if it sells right away and it's a decent price can ruin your month might even ruin your year it's a, a kick in the gut and nobody wants to feel that and i think that a lot of people want to be empowered better and there's very few courses on how to you know put on a superman cape and go in there and and take the listing every single time so what i did is i interviewed eight top agents from around the world i've got five different companies represented all have been on this show so you guys know them you know, I've got Jeff Quinton, I've got Nate Martinez, Jeff Cohn, I've got Rachel Adams out of Sacramento, California, uh, Brendan Payne, Aaron West, Dan Grieb, and Saul Z. All, all super agents, all rock stars. Just completely pull back the curtain and let everybody, a camera, see how they do listing appointments. And so what I did is I took these and I broke them up. It, it was evident that everybody's listing appointment pretty much broke down to six steps and we took these six steps and broke them down into f more sub chapters and then we created quizzes uh, that go along with them and a certification and we're calling it uh, the listing appointment certification and it's in the finishing phases now uh, I don't have it for sale and so what I thought I would do is since I haven't spent a dime on marketing yet I will take the marketing fee and the marketing amount normally spent and just discount it for anybody that wants to sign up for it prematurely before it comes out. You don't have to pay anything now and you don't have to buy it. Just let me know now that you could consider buying it in the future and you'll get 50% off. I'm going to sell for $4.99 as soon as I make it public and then I'll give it to you guys for $249, $249. All you got to do is send an email to rockstar at hyben.com, rockstar at hyben.com. I'm also uh, creating a another product with Jeff Cohn, which is a team building product. We don't have the details of the price of that yet, but if you're interested in that, just put uh, also interested in Jeff Cohn's uh, product in the email as well. Just also interested in the team building product as well. So... I hope to get your emails and look forward to calling you a certified listing agent and a certified team agent in the future. Happy Friday, Rockstar Nation. Hope everybody's having a great 
productive weekend this weekend. Wow, what a week, huh? First of all, today's show is, is going to be bombastic. Peter Vexelman is really, really interesting what he is doing and how he's doing it on such a broad a scale. Very interesting. How'd you guys like Noah on Monday? Man, people are saying that might have been one of the best interviews uh, from a real estate agent standpoint, from a, a, a practical team building agent in the field standpoint that uh, we've had on the show in a, in a while. A lot of good comments and the downloads are soaring, which means you guys are, are sharing Noah's interview uh, from this past Monday um, in an incredible way. If you haven't seen that, just go to Hybin Digital and type in Noah. I think he's the only guy interviewed uh, so far called Noah. In any event, and then Rachel on Wednesday is doing extremely well. Exciting to have her. I love me some Rachel items. I mean, she is just killer. I'm, I'm putting the final touches on this listing product and I keep uh, watching her videos. And the more I watch them, the more I'm like, wow, what a pearl. What an amazing thing to say. She's really, really, really good when it comes to scripts and dialogues and everything sales related and, and everything related. Uh, such a, a well-rounded person as you, as you saw on her on Wednesday. I'm getting a lot of additional reviews on the audiobook, the Six Steps to Seven Figures audiobook. It's funny, I only did it like a year and a half ago. Uh, many months I'll sell more audiobooks than paperbacks. I don't think that's the case with the, you know, the ebooks, the downloads, because when you download it's only like, uh, oh, it's really cheap, it's like $7.99 or something. But the audiobooks are really, I think people are just getting auditory uh, with podcasts being so popular now that um, they're like, hey, let me get more. And they are downloading audiobooks. I got one here, a new one recommended. This gives hope to anyone who isn't first in birth order, given that my Ivy League matriculants are. <laughs> the author narrates the book himself. And although he isn't a professional voiceover actor, as you can tell by me screwing that whole reading off here, up here, it's easy to tell there are a lot of good business concepts in this book. Thank you very much. Authentic, unique, actionable, and inspirational. I love this audiobook because it felt like Pat was talking directly to me. He wasn't trying to make things sound better or worse than they actually are, and he was completely transparent. Now, I, here, I'll read the good and bad because I told you there's some bad ones. Love Pat. Love Pat's content, but his delivery is brutal. Damn! Content, tip, training, and story is great. I wish he could have treated this with excellence like he teaches to do with real estate. Hey, you know, I got nothing to say. I mean, I did read the book myself and it wasn't professionally read. It was a grueling process and I did start talking in it from time to time if something was new or came up or whatever. And, you know, I, I think if I had to do it again, I probably would hire a professional to do it because... Although, you know, I kept listening to these voices that sounded like freaking Thurston Howell from Gilligan's Island reading my book. I couldn't, I, none of them could come across as like, that's not me. That doesn't sound like me. That, that, you know, that sounds like Thurston Howell reading my book. And that's not how I talk. And, and, I, and I struggled with it and I probably shouldn't have. I talked to Hal Elrod about this and, you know, he's got like seven books now. 
and he has them all read by the same guy and they do quite well with the audiobooks and it's not how and it saved a hell of a lot of time for how but anyways it is what it is right you know not everything if everything is rosy and somebody has all 100 percent uh, reviews then tend to not believe it you know some people aren't going to like what you put out there just like you're not going to get every listing appointment i don't believe it when someone says i get 100 percent of all my listing points bullshit come on there's there's some you don't get okay so life changing for real estate agents here's another good one i would recommend this to a friend because it should be required reading for anyone in real estate or sales Think about this. A realtor grossing $5 million a year is spilling the secrets of how he did it. Oh, and it's available for less than 20 bucks. To get him on the radio in your car or at a workout to help improve your life, priceless. I don't guess I understand why folks wouldn't get this. But there you have it. I'm grateful. I ran across Pat and his book, Great, Great Material. That's what I'm talking about. I should read that every morning. <laughs> Great job, Pat. I appreciate you taking the time to write this book, which I also purchased a few times to give to all my realtors too. I guess you're an office manager. But to read it, which is my preferred way of getting the info now. I'm not sure I understand that, but also you introduced me to Audible, so thank you. Oh, there you go. I introduced him to Audible, so that's cool. I think what he's saying is he bought it in paperback a bunch of times and handed it out, and now he's listening to it on Audible. So anyway, so it's really great. You know, I got like 53 comments there. Thanks also for the comments, guys, on iTunes because we keep getting more. I'll read some of those next week, but we keep getting more and more comments on iTunes. Bear in mind, when we get these comments on iTunes about this podcast, Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars, it, it helps me get better guests because guests are starting to say, you know, how many uh, reviews do you have? I'm telling uh, people, people are, are calling me every week now, not calling me, emailing me their schedules to get on their podcast. And I love sharing and I will do it, but I made it a prerequisite that they got to have at least 50, you know, Amazon reviews because um, some of these podcasts nobody listens to. And so me as a speaker or as an entertainer or, or somebody, you know, who goes on these things could be, I, I could, I could fill up a day a week with, with other people's podcasts and some might never be heard. So that's what I'm asking for. So keep that in mind. So give me some and then I'm going to be getting better and better guests as you as you've already seen uh, the quality and, and this is my opinion the quality of our guests uh this year is greatly increased and if you believe not that we had bad guests before but if you believe that let me know if you agree with that i'm happy to listen to if you agree with that or you think that's not true all right so next week monday we got bettina sestoke and she is she's from denton texas and uh, formerly of bangkok <laughs> and great story about active mother three kids and getting into the business after the crash and uh, how she did it and and how she's crushing it today so very 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 successful real estate person and she's killing it definitely want to listen to mondays then on Wednesday, we got Andrew Fagliato, and he's he's coming out of Canada, and he's doing some neat things. You know, former real estate agent turned digital marketing. And, you know, here's the thing, guys. In any of these surveys that I've read, 
what agents really want contrary to popular belief you might think agents want more time or more investment advice you know what they really want more leads yeah more leads and so andrew's figured out ways to bottom line it so agents can get more leads in a digital world very very good uh, interview excited for that then friday we got anthony graham anthony graham is uh just a top remax agent out of allen texas and man he started when he was 23 years old i love this because you know i started when i was 21 so you know and he just went full force you know and again just like bettina he he came into this sucker after the crash right there was no post post-traumatic stress there for Bettina or Anthony and so you're gonna see that you're gonna hear that in his voice you're gonna see how he's done so incredible in a short period of time so please tune in next week for all of our special guests it's just gonna be incredible let's get to the show guys Peter I, I just had a blast talking to Peter it's very interesting I love talking to people that are doing things differently seeing other angles other ways to make money in the real estate game and I think you'll find it too so let it roll happy weekend guys okay Rockstar Nation we have a great guest today Peter Vexelman coming out of Georgia today, and man, this guy has bought and sold thousands and thousands of houses, and we're going to talk all things real estate and buying and selling houses. He's got some incredible things going on. He's highly, highly, highly in belief that agents should be listing agents. And that buyers are a byproduct, and I am highly in line with his thought process. So I'm excited to talk to him. So without further ado, Peter, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Pat. Hey, uh, Peter, why don't you give a little background, a little bio on yourself so our audience could get to know you better? Sure, sure. Well, I've been in the industry. I'm actually... Don't wear a real estate hat. I, I, a, a real estate agent hat. I wear a real estate investor hat. I've been investing for fifteen some years. You know, headquartered out of Georgia. I've done literally thousands of deals, uh, both here in Georgia, but all the way to the West Coast and through the East Coast. Uh, all kinds of techniques, all kinds of strategies. You know, from the typical wholesale to the buy, fix, and sell to you know, I've developed some subdivisions, built some things from the ground up. You know, all kinds of. Uh, types of properties also you mentioned houses but I'm you know also a big condo conversion guy uh, small apartment buildings you know land deals and all that and so so that's really driven my business you know being an investor you know I got involved with the agent side of this business several years back um, struggled a little bit on how to capitalize on the agent side until you know recently here in the last year year and a half where we've just you know, been able to bring, you know, a couple of things together and, and, and really being able to, to monetize and, and capitalize both of the, as an investor and uh, uh, in, in the retail side. But other than that, I'm about an hour north of Atlanta, got three kids, got a great wife, been married for almost 20 years, um, and uh, happy as could be. Hey, Peter, so let's get to some nitty gritty. So how many houses do you own? Actually, currently as we speak, I've gotten to the point where I've held a 400 unit, uh, up to 400 doors in terms of rentals. I got to that point and um, realized that the, the worst hour of my week was when I met with my property management team, realized that that was not my gig. 
And so uh, got rid of all of them. And so right now I am a short-term investor. Everything I do is within within a year under. So if I'm buying, fixing, and selling, I want to be out within a year. If I'm wholesaling, obviously that's out within you know a lot quicker than that. So my my, my in the last couple of years, my uh, game plan as far as being an investor is getting in, getting in, and getting out of deals. And right now I'm I'm doing probably about ten to fifteen deals on a weekly basis. Okay. So you're doing 60 deals on a, uh, in a month, let's say, 40 to 60 deals in a month. You're in and out. You're essentially a wholesaler. And before we get into some of how you do it, I'm, I want to stay on why you do it. I find it hard to believe, you know, that the buy and hold process was that gruesome for you. And I'm thinking there may have been some intelligent uh, business thought into that. If you were to take a stance on why you think today is a better time to sell or to not buy and hold and take a lot of risk. Why would that be? Well, you know, you said intelligent. It was actually very unintelligent decisions that got me out of that business. You know, when I, I got into it into the prime time when, when you know, you could walk into, into a bank and they counted if as long as you had five, five fingers, they could give you money. So I bought, you know, I over leveraged myself as so many of us did, you know, 78 years back made some very unintelligent decisions and that's really what got me so turned off in the investor world on, on the long-term holds it wasn't necessarily the long-term holds themselves it's how i incorrectly build my portfolio back then now you went and, all in uh, all in a very short period of time yeah well i went in i over leveraged you yeah, know we, yeah okay you know i made every single mistake you know you could probably write a seminar on how to <laughs> not to do it with the way i did it. so and, and it, it just you know in the end pad it just left a bad taste in my mouth and then we developed this kind of model a very turn and burn environment you know, you're right. About ninety percent of my deals, I'm uh, I'm getting in and getting out pretty much instantaneously. I cherry pick ten percent for myself, and those are the ones that I do something with. You know, and and, and doing something with in today's world for me, it's either I'll owner finance them back to uh, another investor for a short term, you know, eight or nine month loan, or I'll uh, get into it and do something to it and get rid of it myself. And and um. So and the, and, the, and the other ninety percent you wholesale you you sell them to somebody else really that's fast exactly before right. exactly you right. have to settle on them. That's right. Getting in, getting out. I, okay. you know, we got a machine here. I got about fifteen to twenty people in my office that work for me. It's you know we we market. We we, we get our phones ringing about a thousand times a day. Sometimes with sellers just out of my Atlanta office. So we know how to market in a very prolific kind of way. We market the way nobody else in the country does. Uh, we know how to blow up the phones. We know how to put deals together. And, you know, that's kind of the world I'm in right now. Okay, so let's find out how. So what are you, you know, take me back to when you first started doing this. What did you do to get your first couple of deals that you were able then to flip to, let's say, investors? If 90% of these you're flipping to investors before settlement, what 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 did you do in the beginning to get these deals? Well, you know, if you're talking about beginning, beginning, I actually did start out buying, fixing, and selling. And, you know, this is 15 some years back. Seems like everything you ask me has got to do with a horrific decision I made. Because when I started, I started <laughs> Sorry out. about that. That's okay. Because when I started out, I successfully went, out to, went up and, and, and lost about half a million dollars in the first six months because I was buying, fixing, and selling. And, and, and I made every single wrong decision. You know, I figured I. Uh, I went to two or three guru seminars. I figured, well, gosh, it sounds great that we are talking about it on stage. So I'm just going to go in and 
and, and start doing it myself. And, and as you know, whether you're on the retail side or an investor side, what real estate is, it's just it's a series of decisions. You gotta know how to make decisions. You know, is this this value or that value? Do you use this contractor or that contractor? Do you buy it or do you not buy it? And for those six months, I successfully went on and made every single wrong decision. And and pretty much, you know, I literally lost about half a million dollars. And that's when I decided, you know what? I don't want to get into this buy, fix, and sell stuff. I got to figure out some other strategies. I was introduced back then, again, 15 year, years ago now, to the wholesale model. And a successful guy said, you know what? For the next five, six months, I'm going to challenge you not to look at one single property, not to do any more deals. I'm going to challenge you to meet with every every investor in a Georgia market. You qualify them, you figure out if they're legit, you figure out what they want, and you build yourself a, an unbelievable buyer's list. And he said, if you commit to doing that for six months, he said, you'll be the biggest thing going within three years. And that's what I did. I got busy and I literally developed the kind of buyer's list, investor buyer's list for wholesale model that I think, you know, to this day, we're piggyback off that list. I mean, that, that's how strong it was. And, 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 and morning, noon, and night, that's all I did is I talked to investors, you know, qualified investors, drank beer with investors, ate lunch with investors, and I developed a prolific, uh, just a gigantic, very qualified investor database. I went back to the same guy. I said, this is what I got. I think I know every single investor that's got at least 100,000 plus in their coffers. He said, all right, let's go find some deals. And that's what we did. And three years later, he was right. I was the biggest and the baddest and most successful investor in the Southeast United States with that wholesaling model, you know, getting in, getting out, getting in, getting out. And then as a result of that, then I started getting some rentals and all that kind of stuff. But that, that's how my entryway into this industry started. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, so now let's talk about like today. So like, how are you getting these deals today? Well, look, as you know, because you, you know you, you understand real estate, there, there's no secrets to, to, let's say, you know, when you're talking about how do you get deals, you market. And, and in real estate, there's no more, there's nothing new, there's no new technique, there's no new strategy that comes out as a result of marketing. We all, every single person that gets deals gets them the exact same way. Now, here's the only difference. Some of us do it better, some of us do it worse. I think I do it better than anyone else in the country. I mean, literally... You know, we have days we have we're over a thousand sellers on a daily basis calling us from Atlanta. You know, if someone's sitting listening to this program, I do, wanna... again, I do exactly what everybody does. I do it better. So, for instance, we do direct mail now. An average real estate agent or a real estate investor does direct mail, and they get a four percent return. They think they're hitting out of the ballpark. They're you know they want to be on TV. They want to start teaching people. In my office, if we don't get at least a twenty to twenty-two percent return on direct mail, we consider it a failure. Again, I do everything whoa, what everybody whoa, whoa, else does. Okay, let me stop, stop. Okay, so so what I'm trying to do is get some actionable content. So if a guy's listening in, you know, some remote part of Canada and they want to uh, send out a direct mail piece that gets 22% return that they could do it by listening to the show, what what does that thing say uh, that one in four people will raise their hand. What what the hell does it say? I mean, it, it's a very strong call to action. You know, you know, our, my philosophy is very simple. You know, whereas uh, again, on the retail side and the investor side, you know, you, you hear this philosophy. You want to talk to quality. You want to talk to quality. You want to qualify. You want to weed out. You know, I, I, the reason I became such a strong marketer is I take a totally different philosophy. Uh, we want to take every single freaking opportunity we can to talk to any kind of seller. And we're going to do anything in our power to get that seller to call. So to the guy that's listening in Wyoming or wherever you said, and then he's trying to figure out, are, 
strictly, let's say, on the direct mail pieces, we have direct mail that has incredibly powerful, incredibly strong call to actions. You know, I mean, like, we got to talk to you. We have to talk to you. You know, this, 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 and this. Please call me as soon as possible. Yeah, um, yeah. That's, that's I, I am interested in buying your house. Yeah, that's a very weak one compared to what we a do. Weak one? Okay, well, to, give me yeah. – don't, don't be ambiguous. Give, give me an ex- – read it to me, would you? Okay. Well, I, I don't have it in my office. It's in the back office stored away. It's like a Coke formula. <laughs> but uh, hey, Yeah, your but house, you're mailing these. I mean, you're mailing I thousands know, of people, so oh, it's not like they're not out oh, there. No, right? I'm just messing with you. Um, you know, you could say, listen, we, we got some very, dis- you know, we got some very important news about your house that you absolutely need to know about and, you know, call us immediately. It could be something along those lines. It so, is something along those so lines. So it's basically simple, just as, you know, call absolutely. me. I got some very important Marketing has to be, that's right. Two things about marketing. Number one, it, it cannot be branded. You know, people try to brand themselves through marketing. Coca-Cola can brand themselves. Uh, an investor sitting in Wyoming should never try to brand themselves. So it should be very non-branded, very dumbed down, very simple, very very, very powerful, very short message of need to talk to you at all cost, call me, you know, and, uh, and that's, that's the philosophy that we, you know, do that you we print really- these or do you write them handwritten or no, uh-uh, no, no, just a regular mailhouse. It's just a regular, and it's like black and white and it's just very yeah, simple. Yeah, it's yeah. like Craigslist versus Amazon, right? I mean, it's very, it's kind of, um, it's Craigslist versus Amazon. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Yes, sir. And then they call you and mm-hmm. they say, Hey, I got this postcard and, um, it said, call me as soon as possible. Uh, yeah. this is urgent. And then what do you say? Yeah, no, no. Well, obviously I don't talk to myself, but, but, but they don't usually say that. They said, what the hell's going on? You know, uh, is everything okay? It's a little bit closer to that than what you said. And then you just say, uh-huh. we're interested, we're interested yeah, in buying exactly houses. Right. That, and then would you exactly be interested right. in selling? That's exactly right. I got a whole staff of about you know, 15 people that sit here from eight in the morning till about nine o'clock at night. And, uh, and that's what they're doing. They're very, very high level callers, very fine tuned, very skilled callers and they negotiate and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard a couple of podcasts where they actually record the calls and, and you can learn this, this sort of thing by listening to the podcast. And so they're basically up, upselling to another person that's more high level that says, Hey, you know, um, I'm looking at the tax records. Uh, why are you selling? And they say, you know, why do you want to sell? Da, 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 da. Well, your tax record is this. Your estimate is this. You know, would you consider an offer for this? And you're and you're a lot of times you're buying these or you're making offers, right, without having anyone physically go look at them. No, no, not we used to. We used to do that. That is a very inefficient way to build this business. And and again. Uh, Everybody knows this. You're going to be a lot more efficient face to face than you are over the phone. For years, you know, I became the biggest investor by doing exactly what you just said, doing it over the phone. But it's a very inefficient way. You, you know, you're never going to be as strong over the phone as you are face to face. So that kind of leads me into what we did. We combined the retail model with the investing model. So now the goal of my of my initial callers is not to negotiate, is not to do anything other than to qualify that prospect. You know, and let them know there's options with us. You know, we could buy your house, we could sell your house. The bottom line is, if there's a need to to get rid of it, we can help you. And then and, we're actually selling setting agents into and, the and, into and the market. Qualifying, you're actually just finding out. You know, do they have equity, right? Because you don't want to buy them. I mean, you're not buying short sales, are you? No, no, it's not true. Because remember, we now have a retail world and an investor world combined. So we don't care if they don't have equity because we're sending agents in there and the agents are first making cash offers and if the cash offer doesn't work, then they're flipping it into a regular listing. 
So as long as we have a live seller, we're 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 going in that house. Got it. So you so you will buy a you will buy a short sale and just make them a low offer and then have an agent negotiate the short sale and in hopes that you could get that through. Well, short sale days are pretty much dead, but 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 again, you know, the question was about equity. We don't care if it's got equity because we're sending real estate agents in there. And if a real estate agent cannot get a listing, I mean, cannot negotiate a deal on our behalf to buy it, then they just flip it into a regular retail listing. You know what I mean? And, and just get a regular uh, a, a retail listing out of it. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Very interesting model. And uh, obviously it works. I think back to a property that I bought. Actually, David Osborne, who buys uh, streams of notes, gave me this property in Baltimore City for $7,000. And I... You know, I think looking back on it, I made a mistake in that I, you know, bought it, paid up the taxes, fixed it up, rented it out. The guy never paid a dime of rent, threw him out two years later, sold it. And at the end of the day, didn't make any money on it. But in, in reality, if I had simply not fixed it up at all, maybe just cleared out the crap, paid the back taxes and then uh, flipped it to an investor, I probably could have made 20 grand on it in about six months but instead i i was thinking you know longer term for whatever reason and that was a mistake i made so there's obviously uh, a different way of thinking in that hey you know how, how can i get my what's the fastest way i can get my money back essentially that's what i in the ideal scenario you would like to do right well on my investing side that's right i mean that's what the wholesale model is all about it's getting in and getting out getting in and getting out you're leaving mon enough money on a table for that next investor but you're making enough yourself to make the process very you know worthwhile and very profitable so so what percentage is the minimum that you tell your people you need to make um for like one of these in and out flips about 20 25 percent in what period of time Oh, 95% of our deals are sold before I close on them. They're so yeah, so in you know, 90 days, or I mean like lickety split. So if you can no, make 20, 25 no, about, about a week's time. About, about six, a week. Seven days. Yeah, yeah, it's a machine here. As quickly as they're coming in, they're they're going out. I mean, and, then, I and then you're just flipping them investors. You're saying, hey, I'm buying it just for round numbers. I'm buying this for a buck. I'm going to sell it for 120. Will you buy it? And then you're just emailing it out to multiple investors and then someone will say yeah I'll buy it for 121 and you'll say done yeah a little bit more sophisticated than that but yeah very close to that kind of that's a very good skeletal version of how we do it okay cool and so now you have you know people doing this all over the country right not not just in Atlanta yeah well I mean the model the model what we do is very unique very unusual it's very powerful and and what we've done is we've combined a traditional real estate investment company with a traditional brokerage so so the way the model works now is that we market the way we've always marketed you know our strength has always been marketing then like I said when these sellers are calling our office just out of my Atlanta office the goal of my callers is very simple it's to build a rapport build a relationship with that seller and let that seller know you know we're not pitching the problem is every seller in the United States is being pitched they're being pitched by either a realtor who tells them they're the best realtor in town and they need to list with them or they're being pitched by an investor of telling them hey give me your property 50 cents and a dollar and then on the way out the door let's high-five each other we, we we've gotten away from that model so when sellers are calling us we take a consultative approach we let sellers know listen there's a very unique opportunity with us we actually have the ability to step in and we can buy your property right there in a spot we have the ability to do this, this, and this, all the way to the fact that we can actually list your property, Mr. Seller. So what we like to do is have one of our licensed agents come out, 
and we want and they can make a determination right there on a spot. So so now these sellers are being exposed to something they never hear before. You know, they're, our callers are building relationships with them. They're qualifying them. And then the agents here get broken up into quadrants, and every day they get a number of these appointments set for them. So now when the agent goes in and talks to that seller, they, t they continue that consultative approach. First 10, 15 minutes, they're putting together a cash offer. If the cash offer gets accepted, boom, my investment arm takes over. And we buy the property, agent makes a quick commission, everyone's happy. But if they can't negotiate a cash offer price at that moment, then it is very easy, Pat, to move that into a regular listing presentation. Because yeah. that seller now has seen something they've never seen an agent do. So when I combine the two, literally my numbers tripled, my investment numbers tripled from what I was doing before, and my retail business exploded. I mean, we've had in the last two and a half, three and a half months, put over 250 listings, retail listings on the board here as a result of this model. And so, you know, when you mentioned, do I have partners? That's what I do now. Now I partner with, with very savvy either retail guys or investors or a combination thereof across the nation. We market for them and their markets right out of our Atlanta office. We take all their calls for them. We qualify these sellers. We tee up appointments. And then they go in there and they run them. We also show them how to build these retail teams out. We show them how to do the new pitch. And, and that's how I'm expanding and growing this model across the United States. And it's going like gangbusters. Absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing. Okay, so let me let me just clarify it for okay. for everyone listening. Okay. okay, so you're sending out all these postcards. Like, let, let's say I'm in Portland, Oregon. I raise my hand. I say, Peter, you know, let's let's do something together. You then send from your home base you know, thousands and thousands of uh, feelers out into the Portland, Oregon market. People call into your office, your home base. They say, hey, I got this postcard. What the hell is it? Like you said, they say. And then uh, your guys explain it. They run them up the pole. Then you call the agent in Portland or email the agent in Portland. You say, hey, look, I got this uh, hot lead. Go over there. They go over there. They talk to them. They qualify them. They make sure that, you know, they – they're, they don't want to overprice the thing, that they're reasonable, that they got, that it can actually be sold. Um, and then they bring it back to you. You throw it out to your investors. And if one of the investors buys it, boom, that agent then immediately gets a commission, right? Close. We actually showed the local guys how to develop their own investment arm. A lot of my local guys already have an investment arm. Now, if they don't, then we can actually step in and I could become the local investor there. Okay. So if they negotiate an investment price, then yeah, the investment art takes over either from our end or their local end. If they don't, then boom, that same agent that just converts it into a listing. Okay. Yes. So you They're teach them how to build an investor list just like you did. And the way that they do that is just like you said earlier where you – that you teach them how to, you know, hang out with investors, go to investor groups, drink beer with investors. Uh, what what else? If someone else is is thinking about, you know, I want to build my investor uh, database. Um, how else do they do this? Well, we show them how to pick these guys off the internet with specific, very refined Google searches. We show them how to set up how to utilize the social networks, you know, from Facebook to LinkedIn to Twitter to pick them off. The good thing about investor list is when I started building it 15 years ago, you know, I don't even know if we even had cell phones back then. Now it's with technology, it is very easy to build these investor lists because, you know, investors, as you know, want to be known. If I'm a guy sitting wherever I'm sitting and I got a million dollars to spend on a property, I'm not hiding behind the rock 
Yeah. I'm hitting social media. I'm raising my hand. I'm talking to realtors. So they're out there. And, and so we show them how to throw a wide net out into the marketplace, again, through social media, through Google, through signage, through conventional, like you said, off-market, off-internet off networking, through local RIA clubs and all that. And then beyond that, you know, one and, and, and so we, you know, th those investor lists get very big, very quickly. Yeah. And so then they build and then and then you train them basically to say, hey, you know, I'm trying to get 20 percent off of this. Um, they get 20 percent. They flip it. They they get to keep the profit or how's that work? Uh, no, I take 30 percent of the profit either on the retail listings that they sell or investment deals that they're doing. And okay. so then and they keep 70 percent. So, so irregardless of, of what your definition of profit is, if whether it's a commission because they, they charge a commission and they sell it for them on a traditional end, or they flip it to their investor list, you take 30%, they get 70%. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Or on the retail list, if they get a listing, I get 30% of the commission they make yep. on the back end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's a pretty good deal. That's a pretty good deal, and you do a lot of work for that. Oh, yeah. We do all the marketing for them. We tee up appointments for them. We show them how to recruit a retail team to run these appointments. They have the ability to fly back into our offices and see how this model works at a very high end. Oh, yeah. We literally become their partners in this whole deal. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool. Very nice. So where do you think, you know, I've heard some statistics as to, you know, X percentage of the market right now is cash buyers. Normally, there are not this many cash buyers. I know the number has actually decreased in the past 12 months, uh, but there's still a lot of cash buyers. And if you look back in history, decades past, you know, there, there haven't been so many investors. I mean, real estate was, you know, up until 15 years ago or so was never really a serious asset class for many people. Um, how do you think uh, this is going to maintain or is it going to maintain? Do you think forever, from here on ever, real estate will be an asset class that is respected? Or do you think it eventually go back to where it was in the 90s where, you know, it, it, it wasn't considered an asset class? Very few people bought and sold real estate. Very few people bought real estate for cash. Well, you know what, I'm... I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm not. In, I'm not very good at predicting the future. But here's one thing I do know. Right now, if you're an investor, whether you're sitting in Wyoming or you're sitting in China, you got nothing you could do with your cash. You can't put it in the stock market. You can't put it in the bank. You can't put it in CDs because it's all going backwards, and you're losing money in most of those. And the stock market is just a matter before it explodes. So real estate is really at this point the reason that it's such a cash-heavy industry. It's the only place legitimate investors can 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 put their money. You know, the other reason obviously is because we all know what happened to the banking industry. They, they just stopped lending, you know, at a point in time. Obviously, they're opening up their purses more, so that's why it's becoming more, uh, you know, uh, it, it's becoming more leveraged again. So because it's the last legitimate place for any investor across the world to make money, because the banking world got very tight with their money. Um, now, I'll tell you, on the investor side, it's probably about ninety percent cash, cash heavy right now. Obviously, on the retail side, it's it's. I don't know what. No yeah. idea what the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. No, yeah, very. You know, not. You know, not a lot because loans are like you said. They're getting easier. They're getting easier to get for owner occupants uh, right. than they have been. Still, not anywhere near what it was. That's um, right. But, but again, you know, cash takes a lot of. 
definitions nowadays. You know, it could be hard money could mean cash. Home equity loans can mean cash. You know, <laughs> owner financing can mean cash. Uh, so, so it will be interesting to see it how how it plays out. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put all of Peter's information on hybendigital.com backslash Peter Vexelman, and that is it's V E K S E L M A N. But for you know, for anyone, the best way if somebody's interested in potentially being one of our partners, best thing to do is for them just to text me directly at 404-915-9685. Just put the word trifecta in there. Tell me what their business model looks like. The only you know, Pat, I'll tell you, the only partners we're taking on, you, you got to be a savvy either investor or retail guy already. You know, you either got to have a team of agents around you, or you got to be a broker. Or you got to have the investment world going already. You got to be making money. It's not cheap to become one of our partners. It's tens upon tens of thousands of dollars up front. But but if that's you know if they're interested, um, then the best thing to do is like I said, just send me a text at four zero four nine one five nine six eight five. Yep, and you guys got it. I'll put that number on our website too. If in case you're driving and you can't write it down, the word is trifecta. And and what does trifecta mean? Why don't, why don't you jump into that a little bit, Peter, before we sign off? Well, it's the marriage of three entities, the marketing entity, the retail world, and the investor world. It's the marriage of those three combined. That's what trifecta really means in our world. That's awesome. Well, it makes a lot of sense, and it seems like there's a lot of people out there making some money with it. And, hey, it, what do you have to lose if you're, if you're savvy, like Peter said, if you're in the real estate investor game and you understand what it takes, give it a shot. Give them a text. So, uh, Peter, thanks so much for coming on. You've been a great guest and uh, look forward to definitely uh, breaking some bread with you in the near future. Sounds great. Thanks for having me, Pat. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this session of Real Estate Rockstars. I'm Pat Hyben, and I appreciate you spending time tuning in for some rock-solid advice. I encourage you to take action on something that you have connected with. These insights, along with goal setting, will help carry you to achieving your destiny. Visit hybendigital.com for resources, how-tos, ebooks, and so much more. Also, reach out to us on Twitter. My handle is at Pat Hyben. And don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking. Listen up, Rockstar Nation. I am going on three years now doing this podcast, and you know I've had... Uh, Oh, well over 300 guests on here, and I uh, hope you guys have learned a lot. I know I have learned a ton, and, and even though we try to get to all meat and potatoes and have people give actionable content on this podcast, there's only so much we can do with one interviewee, and uh, there were a couple things that I seem to find that real estate industry, uh, the sales industry, it, at least in my opinion was yearning for and one of those is a hyper 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 focus on the listing appointments i think there's a huge frustration out there from agents that you know quite frankly lose listing appointments it's it, it can ruin your month one lost listing especially if it sells right away and it's a decent price can ruin your month might even ruin your year it's a, a kick in the gut and nobody wants to feel that and i think that a lot of people want to be empowered better and there's very few courses on how to, you know, put on a Superman cape and go in there and, and take the listing every single time. So what I did is I interviewed eight top agents from around the world. I've got five different companies represented. All have been on this show. So you guys know them. 
you know, I've got Jeff Quinton, I've got Nate Martinez, Jeff Cohn, I've got Rachel Adams out of Sacramento, California, uh, Brendan Payne, Aaron West, Dan Grieb, and Saul Z, all, all super agents, all rock stars. Just completely pull back the curtain and let everybody, a camera, see how they do listing appointments. And so what I did is I took these and I broke them up. It, it was evident that everybody's listing appointment pretty much broke down to six steps. And we took these six steps and broke them down into f more sub chapters. And then we created quizzes uh, that go along with them and a certification. And we're calling it uh, the listing appointment certification. And it's in the finishing phases now. Uh, I don't have it for sale. And so what I thought I would do is since I haven't spent a dime on marketing yet, I will take the marketing fee and the marketing amount normally spent and just discount it for anybody that wants to sign up for it prematurely before it comes out. You don't have to pay anything now and you don't have to buy it. Just let me know now that you could consider buying it in the future and you'll get 50% off. I'm going to sell for $4.99. As soon as I make it uh, public, and then I'll give it to you guys for 249, 249 bucks. All you gotta do is send an email to rockstar at hybin.com. Rockstar at hybin.com. I'm also uh, creating a another product with Jeff Cohn, which is a team building product. We don't have the details of the price of that yet, but if you're interested in that, just put uh, also interested in Jeff Cohn's uh, product in the email as well just also interested in the team building product as well so i uh, hope to get your emails and look forward to calling you a certified listing agent and a certified team agent in the future this podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com